The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX FM with yours truly, Neville James. It's cloudy. And it is very, very cloudy. And like we were told yesterday by Carlos Anselmi from the Weather Service down in San Juan, between later today into Thursday, we're going to have some weather, man. A lot of rain, you know what I'm saying? So, it sure looks like it. So, uh, you know, we'll see how that uh, pans out. You know, Ireland going to be green by weekend, which is always a good thing. You know what I'm saying? So, we got a great show lined up today. Um, we got um, Children's Museum folk along with Island Vibes, uh, the Kids Play Expo. They're going to be joining us uh, uh, in our number one. And then our number two, we're going to have... Uh, a discussion with the Economic Development Authority, Ms. Uh, Monique Samuel and uh, Ms. Nady Machina Ken, talking about the VI Slice uh, Moderate Income Home Ownership Program. It's going to be uh, in our uh, number two. I believe we have the folks uh, for uh, our number one uh, uh, on the line. Um, good morning. Hello. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Liza Margolis, did I pronounce it correctly? Yes, you did. Very good. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Amber McCannon? Yes, sir. I'm here. How are you? Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Doing great. Glad to have you on. Chantal Hoheb. Good morning, sir. How are you? How are you doing, Chantal? I'm well, thank you. Happy New Year. Yes. I haven't spoken to you since. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's, Febr- it's February, but it's, you know it is. I yeah. know. I can it's say that till next month. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Uh, today is, what, the 6th? So uh, 31, yes. six, 37 days in already. So we humming. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, flying by. And uh, Mr. Ar- Arujo, Vernon Arujo is on. Is oh. he's here as well? <laughs> Not available right now, so he—I don't think he'll be joining us. Okay, okay. So, girl power. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) well. Let me just yield um, uh, to to y'all, and y'all take over. Um, So, so what's the deal? Island Vibes Camp, Kids Play Expo. That's what this is about. Yeah, the Kids Play Expo. In the Kids Play Expo and different events, we're trying to, the proceeds going to help, um, you know, set up a database through the the VI Children's Museum um, to have an everything and anything kids database where people can just go one-stop shop. We're trying to get more of the teen time. We're trying to help support this event. It's going to be a whole entire day of interactive fun for all the kids. Oh, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I'll sit here and be a good... Good listener. 
on April 6th, 20, um, obviously this year, at UVI, 10 to 4. We're inviting, it's going to be free for the community because we wanted the whole community to come on out and um, just, you know, have a day, you know, to, for the children. We wanted to do something for the children because there's so many events that could take place and I feel like we felt like there was just not a lot that are uh, that's offered for the children. Um, and I, yeah, I know it's going to be on St. Thomas, but the database is going to be set up for the whole territory. So it's going to be St. Thomas, St. Croix, Water Island, whatever is in the territory for children is going to be a database set up um, for the children. Um, and obviously we're going to bring back Teen Time, which was really successful at the um, Children's Museum as well. Well, you know, for those who are listening for the first time, um Tell, tell us about yourself, all three of you, and then uh, Chantal, tell us about the, the VI Children's Museum for those who may be listening for the first time. So, Liza Margolis, um, tell us, tell us who is Liza Margolis? <laughs> um, I'm Liza Margolis. Um, I actually um, grew up here, between here and California, but I went, I'm a St. Peter and Paul alum. I went to the, the St. Peter and Paul School, um, graduated in 1990, so I'm kind of dating myself a little bit, but um, <laughs> I went back to college, came back here, but I've been back here. I worked at UVI for almost 15 years. I was the events coordinator. I did afternoon on the green for many, many years. Um, I, you know, have a son. I have a, an older 29-year-old, and I have a <laughs> I have a 12-year-old, um, but I do. I have my own company. I was at UVI for 15 years, and after I left, I started my own company, LJM Business Solutions. I do marketing consulting, fundraising consulting for small businesses. Um, we realize not a lot of businesses have that, um, you know, the, the budgets for big, you know, marketing companies, so I try to help small businesses. Um, but I, I really just do want to do things to help the community, and I find – things that need help and i as a mom i always realize um everybody you know always says what's there for kids to do what's for children what is what's going on for children and everybody asks everybody and i wanted to just create got together chantal and vernon and we all you know decided we wanted to create something a day and something that focuses on the children of the territory and you know everybody comes on out and comes on out and says oh the kids the kids the kids it's our resource there are resources and we have to focus on the children, but then I always feel like so many so many people get so bombarded in their own lives, they forget. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times the children get left behind um, oh, with yeah. a lot of thought processes. And I feel like it's just, we want to focus. And I want this to be, this is, and we're looking for, we have sponsors um, that we have, and I'll mention the sponsors shortly. Um, but we're always, we want we want more sponsors. So if there's companies out there um, that feel like they want to support the children and do something great for the children, because this is not just about this event. It's about building the network, bringing mm-hmm. the, um, having a one place where it's an everything for kids resource, and it's bringing back teen time, where also the other thing is a lot of the um, programs focus on younger kids. We want to bring teens. We want to bring resources mm-hmm. for teens on the island. We just... You know, we just want to do something that brings the children up, that brings them up to um, more focus, that puts a higher focus and a spotlight on the children of the Virgin Islands. And that's an ongoing thing. So we need support for this type of endeavor. That's awesome. Um, Absolutely. And and thanks for your, um, what's the right terminology here? Your (laughs) sensitivity to, 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 um, to our children, not just in, in talk. But in action, and that's a good thing. Uh, Ms. Amber McKinnon? Yes, 
Good morning, everyone. Um, Amber McCammon, it's a Scottish name, so it's a little, it's a funny one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Liza said everything so beautifully. I'll just tell you a little bit about myself and then kind of uh, mention some of the big highlights that I'm so excited about for, for this event and, and all the programs moving forward. Um, I was a military brat, so not born on Thomas, <laughs> born um, on a Marine base in California, uh, moved around many, many places um, throughout my life. St. Thomas is has been my home um, the longest. <laughs> um, I've lived here longer than anywhere else. Um, I've been here for over 20 years. I am a UVI alum. Um, I have taught at UVI um, as a professor, um, and now I'm doing informal education um, at the Virgin Islands Children's Museum as the executive director of uh, facilities and programs. Um, with my counterpart, my wonderful, wonderful Ms. Chantel, <laughs> which I'm so thankful for every day. I just have to <laughs> throw that out there. Um, so it's the two of us administering a at the first <laughs> children's museum in the territory with an mm -hmm. actual home base. Um, we're definitely on a skeleton crew. You know, I gave you my, my job title there. Um, both of us, though, could tell you, like, we wear many hats. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and we're tag teaming all the time. So um, our, our job titles and our job uh, duties are not super clear cut. There's a lot of overlap. We work really well together. I'm so so thankful um, for this partnership and for all of the community partners. Um, the Virgin Islands Children's Museum is a nonprofit organization, a 501c3 designated organization. We would not exist if it wasn't for the support of the local community, if it wasn't for the sponsorship or for the private donor funding. For of course, we're constantly writing grants, but folks like CFBI uh, really help us in that in those kinds of endeavors. And our volunteer base, like we absolutely would not be able to survive and exist if it wasn't for our wonderful volunteers. And we will need volunteers for the team type, um, excuse me, for the Kids Play Expo event that will be happening on April 6th at the UVI Sports and Fitness Center from 10 to 4. So, um, you know, we're, we're working uh, in the next couple of days. Our first press release should go out, just kind of giving everybody that saves the date for April 6th. And um, then we'll have multiple rounds of media. Chantel's our amazing um, media maven, is what I call her. Um, so you'll see posts, lots of posts on Facebook and Instagram and, and elsewhere, um, letting people know how they can volunteer, how they can sign up, um, how they can actually, uh, you know, sponsor the event. I know Liza will talk more about that, how we can get those dollars in so we can really make it a exceptional um wonderful event for everybody that comes out children and families and everybody in between um and how you can participate if you are somebody that already does something for children and families in the territory whether it's arts and education whether it's you know your royalty you you help with the troupe you're a musician you're a performer you do anything um that's in this realm of children and families you can register to be at the Kids Play Expo, have a booth, have an information table, do a performance, do a short workshop. We're very, very open. Um, we want it to be a really well-rounded and have just a lot of different opportunities for everybody to know 
what's going on in the community. As Liza said, everybody's like, there's nothing to do. And then all of a sudden, everything <laughs> to do on the same day. Right? <laughs> That's how it seems to work <laughs> um, so often in the VI. Um, so, yeah, so this is just going to be a great time to showcase all the things that all the wonderful people in the community are doing and uh, network and then create that database of for long-term networking and bringing back team time, which I'm sure will wrap back around. I will pass it over to Chantel so we can, <laughs> we can meet her. Morning, Chantel. Well, good, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, and for for anyone who I haven't met yet on your show, Mr. James, my name is Chantal Hohem. I am the Executive Director of Operations and Development at the Virgin Islands Children's Museum. Um, we are located in Buccaneer Mall in St. Thomas. And we're a multifaceted organization in that we have an amazing uh, physical play space, you know, our actual children's museum where you can uh, explore and play, you know, together as a family. Um, and uh, one of our big things is learning through play, right? So you bring along your family and that helps kids want to learn more. It helps them to establish an idea of lifelong learning, etc. However, we also have programs we do outside of the museum. Um, we've spoken about our Dolly Parton Imagination Library. We run our uh, Museums for All program, which is an admission program to the museum. Um, but there's so many things in addition to play that we do. And we are so fortunate to have Liza helping us out with this kids play expo um because again we've heard again and again there's nothing for kids to do but we know that's not true we just need to get everything in a central location so all of our residents can know what it is for their families to do um so in addition to you know getting team time out again i think one of the main parts of the kids play expo is the networking that liza's mentioned on account of the hurricane on account of COVID, we've all become so distanced that I think this networking event not only is going to be super fun, but it's a really good opportunity for businesses again to find their find their um, you know clientele, find the parents, find the children again that that they need to be contacting and and serving. You know, so we're so excited. Um, if you have not been to the VI Children's Museum yet, we definitely invite you to to visit. Um, the only day we are not open is Monday. So between Tuesday and Sunday, you are welcome to the VI Children's Museum. Um, there is an admission fee, but again, we have awesome programs like the Museums for All, which instead of paying $10 regular admission fee, if you have a SNAP card or EB, if you receive EBT benefits, you can get in for $2 a person. Um, so please do not, I know we're located in Buckingham Mall. And we always have to, you know, tell our, tell our, uh, Virgin Islands this, Virgin Islanders this, even though we are right across from the cruise ship dock, that does not mean we are for the cruise ship passengers alone. You know, we are here for Virgin Islanders, especially Virgin Islands youth and families to help them grow, to get exposed to the stream based concepts that our museum is based on, which is science, technology, reading, engineering, arts and humanities and mathematics. So it is, we are, like Amber said, we are an untraditional, you know, resource um, in terms of education. We don't teach the normal way. We don't teach like schools do. We learn through play at the VI Children's Museum, and I can't wait to meet everyone who's listening at the Kids Expo this year on April 6th. 
where where at UVA? Sports and Fitness Center. Yeah, Sports and mm-hmm. Fitness Center. Okay, so it's an indoor event. Yes, yes it's going to be an indoor. Well, it'll be indoor, and we do have some things that are outdoors. Um, we have, for instance, we have um, like sports parks and recreations going to be there. They'll probably have some stuff indoors, some stuff outdoors. Um, we have um, the skate. Um, St. Thomas is going to be there. They're going to have their little um, skateboard, ex- you know, exhibition outside. Um, we'll have, you know, fencing association will be inside, but there will be some things inside. We have the right cold center coming. We have archery, chess, um, swimming, karate, cartoonists, art uncorked. We have Marine advisory services talking about their Marine campus G class. Um, so we have a lot, and we still need more people. We want to make it, you know, everything and anything. We're in talks with the Boys and Girls Club now. We're Department of Education. Um, we, you know, I think we're also encouraging all the all these groups, because a lot of these groups have scholarships um, for students that, mm-hmm. you know, and financial aid. So if you know, we we want to make sure. I don't. We want to make sure the children of the island have just everything at their fingertips that they need to, to be able to succeed and have activities that they can go to instead of, you know, hanging out after school. And it's all over the island. Everyone from, you know, all the different schools, you see kids just hanging out. And, um, you know, it's fun. It's these, these activities, hopefully children will come out and find something they click with and be able to take on these type of, you know, activities. Um, we are... Uh, yeah. ju- we are joined today by uh, Liza Margolis uh, from LIM Business Solutions um, and Amber McCannon and Chantel Hoheb from the Virgin Islands Children's Museum. The Kids Play Expo is slated for hold on, April 6th. April 6th. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the event will take place at the UVI Sports and Fitness Center. Yes. And the public is invited at no charge to learn about the various activities. And, and have the opportunity to sign their kids up to participate. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll pick up the conversation right there. We'll be back right after this. start. The Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a non-profit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peters Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our non-profit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 
How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here on Analysis, joined by uh, Ms. Margolis, Ms. McCammon, Ms. McKinnon, and Ms. Hoheb. The firm, the firm of Margolis, McKinnon, and Hoheb has joined, <laughs> joined this morning. And, uh, I do want to say we do have another partner in this venture, Vernon Arujo from Island Vibes Summer Camp. But most people know Vernon, so he doesn't need too much of an introduction. But I did want to just <laughs> mention our other partner out there as well. Um, been in with us today. But. <laughs> thank you very much, uh, Ms. Margolis. So this is um, what what edition of Kids Play Expo is this? Is the first one ever or? This is the first one first ever. Okay. And, and we are working. I've been we've been working on this since I think. Well, I've been thinking this has been something I'm, I've developed a draft for this over a year and a half ago, and we've been working, uh, this group's been working on this for about seven months, um, just trying to make sure we get it, you know, um, just right. We want it to be just something super, you know, we just want it to be, it's nothing like this has been done. And um, we want it to be ex- really exceptional for not only the people, the participating, but um, the pu- you know the public and just everybody who who who's involved. Um, I do want to throw out the the information. If if anybody wants more information on this, I won't give the number out a couple times, but I just want to make sure people. We've been talking a lot. You can email LJM Business Solutions at Outlook dot com. So LJM Business Solutions at Outlook, or you can text me, 340-626-8009. That's my number. If anybody wants more information, um, text me, or if you can't text, you can call. I've actually received three texts just sitting here, so <laughs> hello, everyone out there. <laughs> well, you know, we've, we've been known to have that kind of reach, so that's, 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 oh, that, that's good to know. That's good to know. Definitely. And uh, I do want to just mention, can I just mention our sponsors real, real quick? Yeah, and go ahead. Um, I want to thank um, our, our our main, one of our big sponsors, Alpine, has come out in a huge way to support this event. Merchants, Bank, Rapier Medical, um, Dr. Taylor Griffith, Pro Solar, Sea Chest, MSI, Moe's, The Market, Mind Body Health, JS Therapies. Um, CC1 um, and St. Thomas Source. So, uh, and, you know, we have tons of room for more sponsors, and you'll get tons of promotion, and you'll be the sponsors who participate will also be put into the database as well and be promoted for the next year on the database. So it's a really good 
um, uh, promotional thing for our sponsors as well. We're going to take good care of them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Chantel, do you want to chime in? I just, oh, that was... Uh, uh, actually, I just wanted to um, get everyone ready. We are working on a registration um, section on the website as well. So while you can contact Liza, let's say hopefully in about two weeks or so, there should be a way for you to go on our website and register as well, um, which is vichildrensmuseum.org. It's not there yet. So don't, you know, don't get worried if you don't see it, um, but that will be there. That will be, there will be an online option as well. So, so don't wait. I know we'd have a little time, but don't, don't wait until everything is filled up because we do want to, you know, make sure everyone's comfortable, et cetera. 10 a.m. Yeah. to 4 p.m. Okay. 10 to 4. Yes. And this is um, Amber McCam, and I do want to chime in and just um, mention that if, you are a business. You are somebody, a philanthropist, somebody that wants to sponsor this. Um, just know you're not actually just sponsoring a one-day event. Um, you are sponsoring, yes, we're hoping for a really big splash, first ever, first annual maybe, <laughs> uh, first of the series at least, uh, Kids Play Expo, and it's going to be so great. It's going to be wonderful, wonderful community engagement opportunity. However, as, as we've mentioned, you're also sponsoring – a database, a network that people mm -hmm. can access on through our website, through the Virgin Islands Children's Museum website. There'll be a separate tab where people can, you know, go anytime they, new people just moved to Ireland, somebody's been here forever, but still doesn't know, you know, how they can connect with their community. They can go to that database and find out, okay, what club can I get my child involved in? Um, you know, what, what, sports activity, whatever it may be that they're looking for, they'll find it in one place. And for me, really, really big news, we're going to bring the Teen Time program back. This is huge. Our Teen Time program, yes, it's worth celebrating. Um, oh, yeah. Our Teen Time program was uh, started um, about a year and a half ago, probably now. Um, it's been on pause because we ran out of funding. That was a federally funded program, and the, the funding was not renewed. Um, you know, we're always grant-seeking, and we continue to do so. But in the interim, all these teens are waiting and wondering. And so if you're listening, you've got a teen at home. <laughs> you were part of the Teen Time program. Um, we are going to be running Teen Time events at the Kids Play Expo. There's going to be a dedicated space for Teen Time activities going on. Um, that will mean that... Our partners for Teen Time, Elevate We, will have our, the life coaches on hand to be running social and emotional team building games, communication building games. How are you having a hard time talking with your teens? This is for parents, too. It's not just for mm -hmm. children. The Teen Time program actually allowed teens and their adult caregivers to come and play together. Didn't have to, but you, can, <laughs> you have that option. And the, the games that the life coaches teach really help with, you know, building those those bonds um, in a fun, fun way and a, a non-traditional way. So so we're going to be, you know, exploring that. We'll also have our um, UBI mathematicians there again, showing people how to do great logic building games, Moncala, Backgammon, uh, Dominoes, you know, we, we, we love our games in the Caribbean. And this is just a way to help pass that to a future generations, right? And um, so come, check out Teen Time. 
our space, um, help support team time moving forward so that we can have something for the teens to do on a Friday night um, rather than, as Liza said, just hanging out in the street. You know, um, mm-hmm. teen time allowed the youth and their families, if they chose to, to come to the museum. We had we had refreshments for free. Admission was free. We had all of these um, wonderful, wonderful, super skilled um, life coaches and mathematicians there to help give you, do tutoring with you or just have a space for you to hang out with your friends and, you know, undirected play because you also got to, to experience the museum. Um, really great program. So excited to bring it back. Um, teen time um, at the Children's Museum, uh, Chantel, who have break that down for those who listening uh, to, to why it's such a valuable um, component of uh, the Children's Museum. I didn't hear the first part of the question. No, no. The, the Teen Time is uh, a program at the Virgin Islands Children's Museum, right? Uh, no, well, that's what Ember is saying. Uh, it's not currently we've cut because we need funding for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Co- correct. But Co- why it was so important? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so so like like Amber was saying, um, and it's funny because we are our name is the Virgin Islands Children's Museum, and what we found is the word children kind of puts off teenagers sometimes, and they feel some like the museum may not be for them. Um, although our our exhibits are curated for children twelve and under, there is absolutely no reason a fifteen year old like can't enjoy themselves. We have people come all the time with different age siblings, and they have a wonderful time. Um, The reason teen time was so important, again, because the children that we got to um, welcome to the museum with their family, they had experienced, and they still probably, probably are experiencing, this strange time of having done virtual learning, um, gotten super distanced from their their schoolmates. Um, you know, they, they just are in a different time and space than I can probably understand myself. Um, I remember at the time when we did put the grant in, um, there was, a, and Amber, you can correct me if I'm wrong, there was a Surgeon General warning about um, suicides mm-hmm. among teenagers at the time. So there was, there's so many things going on with teenagers, and we know that they don't always talk to us you know they don't always express how they how they feel so we thought we thought it was important to give them their space and their time no children were invited when the teens were there because there's something about being around younger kids that don't allow teens to open up we found (laughs) but if they are around children their own age they turn right into the two-year-olds like they i mean i i saw 16 year olds running around with capes and like masks on in the museum and it was amazing and you could see that you could see these children who were so afraid to even talk or be near each other when they first started like the warmth and the openness that we saw at the end like every time i talk about it i get chills because i'm like what are these teens doing right now um but again having a space that's just for them where you have counselors and again we didn't call them counselors because Nobody wants to talk to our counselor, right? We have life coaches. Um, when we had folks there for them, if they needed help, we had um, an amazing security team who also, you know, had to intervene every now and then. And he literally, at the end, had people, like, 
talking and apologizing to each other. Like, it was amazing, the, the kind of interactions we had um, during teen time. But we also had uh, math tutoring. You know, we had Dr. Parr from UVI there with his peer instructors. So that was an option. Kids could learn Moncala. They could play dominoes. And, of course, no, no child was ever forced to do anything. Like, you could literally come and ha- hang out in the boio. It's kind of how we also do undirected play. We don't tell you how to play or we don't tell you how to come in and do teen time. You know, you found the space that was what you needed at that time. Um, And it's so important that we bring that back again, just to have a space for teens because there's not much out there for them to do. And the things there are there for them to do, we hope that those people come out to the expo and again, let us know where we can direct teens. We are a community resource as well, the Children's Museum, as, as all children's museums should be. So we want to also talk about your place. So get in touch with us. Um, sign on for the for the for the kids play expo and let us all connect because it's really only in these connections that we can continue to find where our problems are and then potentially find solutions you know miss mckenna miss mckenna what's the biggest need for the children's museum right now oh my goodness um well i mean i honestly um our rent is is the thing that hurts us the most um rent is high in that very desirable area it's wonderful our landlords are you know good landlords not not throwing anybody under the bus but really financial support um i know you know people hear these big names and they're like oh my god they must be rolling in it we are not (laughs) (laughs) um we are a struggling nonprofit. um but you know what i feel like like sunny days are just around the corner like really so mm-hmm. many good things are on the way the fact that we have persevered through yes like the rest of everybody right. in the virgin islands um our first location so the virgin islands children's museum was established um in 2016 when they first opened in the grand hotel downtown beautiful historic building we loved it there i was a volunteer at the time um with the two co-founders and uh, it was wonderful. It didn't last more than a year before Irma Maria hit, and we lost the roof, most of the exhibits. Of course, had to find a new location. Again, it's all funding, funding, funding. We had to get other sponsors to help us. We got into an interim location in the old radio shack in Buckner Mall. So another build-out. Um, that's when we started the Dolly Parton Imagination Library, so we could still keep something going, even when mm-hmm. we didn't have a, an open space. Um, and then our current location op- opened up. So we had three builds in three years. That's a lot of money, and it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into to making this happen. Um, literally. You know, whether it's, <laughs> yeah, literally, for sure. Um, so if we can find big donors that really can help cover our just general operating costs, it would free us up just, I, I sky's the limit in what we could mm-hmm. do. Um, if we weren't struggling and having to worry about really the overhead, um, you know, WAPA's high, rent is high. We have to have payroll. We're on a skeleton crew. We really actually need more staff, um, right. you know, and then we could do the fun stuff. Then we could really start <laughs> some really interesting programs, get new exhibits in, you know. Um, so that's uh, it's not the fun thing to say, but mm-hmm. it's the truth. You know, yeah. you know, um, Folks, when they hear about a museum, they just think, well, uh, it's a location where people go to mm-hmm. and, and all that. But 
the programs are are so valuable and priceless. You know, you, you need those programs right. because you're trying to broaden, you know, the scope of of everyone, not just young people, but, but folks who actually come to the museum, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Correct. Lifetime learning. I mean, more and more research is coming out all the time that supports this notion that it's actually really important for you to play throughout life. Mm-hmm. Every age needs to be playing. It's so good for your mind-body connection, social and emotional health. Uh, yes. So it's not just for children. <laughs> it's for children, <laughs> families, and, and extended families, all ages are welcome. Mm-hmm. And we actually get Sometimes our, our biggest uh, visitor base is local. However, of course, because of where we're located, we do get some cruise ship passengers. And um, it's actually really fun to see. It's often older senior citizen European visitors that come in and play at the Children's Museum unaccompanied by a child. Like, they just come <laughs> on their own. Um, and so we do have them sign in, safety reasons, unaccompanied adults coming into the Children's Museum, um, usually in pairs. You know, a husband-wife team will come and spend hours building things, constructing amazing towers with our Kiva blocks and launching rockets into outer space in our (laughs) rocket launch exhibit. And you name it, they're enjoying air conditioning, fun, you know, positive energy space. Um, Yeah, I I encourage people of all ages to come and check out what we've got to offer. Definitely. And if I, if I can just add to um, the biggest need, it, and Amber and I are always going back mm-hmm. and forth because these things kind of are, it's like if you don't have the people, you need the funding. If you don't have the, fu- if you have the people, you can probably do without some funding. You know what I mean? So, for instance, the fact that Amber started as a volunteer, if we could, like right now, like she said, we're, we're operating kind of skeleton crews. So, like literally only two administrators and our museum floor staff is also skeleton crew. So sometimes we have Mm -hmm. to um, step in for them, you know, if they have something come up, um, you know, we have to then go be floor museum floor staff. So what what I'm saying is, if you are someone who loves the museum, if you if you see our vision, if it's something that you want to support, contact us. See how you can volunteer and help out. Um, I love that we get so many resumes and people asking for employment. Mm-hmm. Um, but but again, remember we are also struggling to just pay our regular bills. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, we're gonna take a break on that note right there. Don't. Um, Absolutely. So, sorry for cutting you off, and you can pick it up right there. Yeah, no problem. As, as it right. relates to, to the importance of quality staffing at a children's museum. Right. Uh, we'll take a break and be back right after this. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. 
Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening. I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nabaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX TV, Channel 12. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big the cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm Peter Sagel. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out, on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. We're back here and analyze this. I'm joined this morning by Miss Chantel Hoheb and uh, Amber McCannon, McCannon um, from the Virgin Islands Children's Museum, and Miss <laughs> Liza Margolis from LJM uh, Business Solutions. We've got the uh, Kids Play Expo coming up on Saturday, April 6, 2024, at uh, the UVA Fitness Center. That's the Eldridge Blake um, Sports and Fitness Center, and um, it starts at mm-hmm. 10 a.m., and it's a six hour deal until uh, 4 p.m. Uh, in the afternoon. And uh, first of all, uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, this morning, ladies. I appreciate your contributions. And uh, Chantel, you, you were talking about um, the interest uh, in the in the museum, but uh, it's one thing to have interest. It's another thing to have resources. Um, and that's why right. it's important uh, that uh, the folks have a, a better understanding of the needs um, so that those right. resumes that are, that are attractive um, can actually be uh, embraced, and that personnel could be a part of what the Children's Museum provides uh, over there on St. Thomas. Right, and and it's also one thing to have interest and then to be committed, right? So mm-hmm. you may be interested in working at the museum, and it may look really fun and everything. But I am encouraging people to come volunteer first. If you even have an uh, a desire to work there, come see what it's like. You know, so sometimes we think things look look good from far, right? And then we get in there, and it's not what we thought. Um, so so come come volunteer with us. Um, come read a story, you know, to some kids one day. Like get into the museum, see what it's about. Ask Amber and I questions. Come talk to the staff. Um, I was I was actually talking to my mom about just you know all our, our staffing and and our future ideas, etc. And she said something to me that I literally had to write down because I was going to use this. And Amber, I can't wait to use this. Like in the future, right? So she says everyone that comes in that door, whether staff, volunteer, you know, and anything, everyone needs to be playing a part in the success of the Children's Museum. And that hit me so hard because sometimes we'll find 
parents. We've had parents, uh, Mr. James, who have literally donated the replacement covers for the calculator in our mango farm. Like, they, we get messages like, hey, I saw this was broken, and I wanted to send you two more. Those are the things that keep our museum going as well. You know, having parents who see a need and fulfill it. Seeing, uh, having, having just regular folks in the community say, okay, I know they need help for this event. Let me go ahead and, and chip in two or three hours of my time. Um, so yes, we, we are trying to get more support to actually have better pay for our staff to get the staff we need, et cetera. But at the same time, we need help before we get to that point, you know? So it's all, it's all a process. And we, I think we're doing great. We've, we've survived, like Amber said, to this point, but I feel that growth is imminent and we need a really great team and funding to help that growth, you know, happen. There can be no keener revelation of a society's soul than the way in which it treats its children. That's a, that's a Nelson Mandela quote. Again. <laughs> yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Liza, Liza Margolis, that's a Nelson Mandela quote. Yep, and that's on our flyer. That is yeah, um, that's what, one, of, uh, one of my favorite quotes, and mm-hmm. I feel like that is, that's in, a, in its nutshell what represents mm-hmm. what we're trying to do with the Kids Play Expo and all the stuff we're trying to do with the Children's Museum. Um, we just, again, I wanted to just reiterate, if there's people out there that want to sponsor this event, come participate in this event, um, you can contact me, LJM Business Solutions at Outlook.com. Um, you can call or text. Text me at 626-8009. Um, the people who've supported us, I just want to give one more shout-out to all the, what, the companies, <laughs> but we still need more. We still need more. Alpine Merchants, Rapier Meds, Dr. Taylor Griffiths. Pro Solar, Sea Chest, MSI, Moe's in the Market, Mind Body Health, JS Therapy, CC1, St. Thomas Source. Actually, CC1s can be interesting. They're going to come on out and they're going to give, um, they're going to be giving uh, drinks, supporting, or like they're going to be promoting all their healthy beverages for children. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a healthy life. So it, it is focused, you know. Um, we're really excited. You know, we have Shed Dragon. We want as many activities, and we want to make it as well-rounded. We have the academic side. We'll have chess and the arts. We'll have drawing. Kareem Callwood's coming to do his drawing. We have the Shen Dragon, um, who's going to be demonstrating the karate Ooh. and the, all the stuff they're doing, the swimming association, archery. Um, of course, sports, parks, and recreation. We couldn't have an event without having them there with all the stuff they do. Um, and we have room for more. So we just, and all these groups are going to have fun games for children to do. So it's going it's to be just a day of just interactive. And of course, the Children's Museum is going to have a huge, you know, who's going to have stuff they, they're going to be doing with children. We do want as many volunteers as possible. Um, the concession will be open. So Donna and, you know, shout out to Donna and the group at the UVI. They'll have concessions. We do want, though, we don't want parents dropping their children off we want this to be an interactive day children must be accompanied by an adult we want parents mm-hmm. to be involved we want the children <clears throat> to be involved um and we just you know it's going to be a really fun day it's free we want to make it free and that's why we want sponsorships to help support this event because we don't want to charge people for this we want this information to have to be free to you know free accessible 
you know, along with the network, the database we're doing. Um, and again, the proceeds are going to help support the database, the Ch- Kids Play Network through the Children's Museum, which is going to be a one-stop shop for everything and anything for children of the, in the Virgin Islands. So, um, you know, free, free is the word. It's free to attend and it's free to actually participate. If you want to have a booth, you want to showcase what you do in the community that, that benefits children and families, whatever it may be, it's free. It's free for you to come and tell us about that and share that with the community. Yes. This is a, uh, awesome endeavor that uh, you ladies are uh, putting on uh, in another, I guess, two months, right? Um, two, months oh, the, yeah. two months to the day, right? Yes. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I apologize, and uh, you're to be commended uh, for what you're uh, attempting to do. A day of fun at the All Things Kid Play, Kids Play Expo to learn about sports, clubs, groups, teams, and resources for kids in the VI. Enjoy games, food, and fun presented by the Virgin Islands Children museum what will you discover today right and that's that, that's the theme and of course uh the island vibe summer camp is also a part of this um and uh, unfortunately mr arujo didn't get a chance to join us today but uh we wanted to mention him uh, ladies congratulations uh any closing remarks starting with you Chantel. I actually did want to say, because I don't remember if we spoke about it, around that time, like, let's say, you know, March and April, it's going to be like Mermaid Day, Unicorn Day. So instead of having individual events in the museum, we decided to bring that fun idea to the Kids Play Expo. So since everyone has about two months, get your outfits ready, because we're going to have a costume contest. Wear your coolest fairy or mythical creature outfit. I mean, Carnival is coming up, so, you know, we all like to play dress up. So be sure to get your costume ready, whatever it is. Whatever your favorite mystical mythical creature is. Shoot, it could be Calfoot Woman for all you. you know. Like, get ready to dress up because it's going to be really fun. Ms. McKenna? I, I'm just saying thank you so much for the opportunity to share this with the public. And anybody that's out there listening... You continue to share it. You know, that's that's how mm-hmm. the news gets around best um, everywhere in the world. But definitely in the BI, you know, telephone chain, you know, tell your friends, <laughs> put it in your calendar. Um, it's it's so easy to go, oh, shucks, I just missed that. No, put it in now, <laughs> April 6th. <laughs> April 6th, you've got to be there. Kids Play Expo down at DVI Sports and Fitness Center um, from 10 to 4. We're going to have... You know, just endless activities, giveaways. Um, as Chantel said, lots of fun people watching because of the costumes. Um, it's going to be so, so amazing. And, yeah, so excited to see all of you down there. Ms. Margolis? Well, I want to thank you again for um, letting us come on and give us the opportunity. I want to thank all the people who've, who are who have been supporting this endeavor up until you know now and continue to support it and all the people who are coming to support it and who will continue to support this i you know i do just want to reiterate again you know our children are our biggest resource and i hear mm-hmm. from the community people talking about that we have to take care of our children and foster our children and do this but then there's like silence that you hear crickets when it's time for people to step up and take care of our children. Um, we, you know, this is not, again, I want to reiterate, this is not just a one-time event. This is going to be an ongoing, growing 
program that we want it to grow. We want to expand upon it to bring more resources, more scholarships, more things for children to have, um, you know, after school programs, all the scholarships. We're trying to build that type of program after this event and the network and the database. And it's just it's an ongoing mission that we want to do. So um, just, you know, we want people to come and support, um, get the community out. And thank you. Thank everyone for their support so far um, and all the uh, partnerships and collaborations we have from this. So thank you again for your help. And we'll that's not a, that's not a problem. Not a problem. The Kids Play Expo it takes place at the UVI uh, Fitness Center, Eldridge Blake uh, Fitness Center, on Saturday, April 6, twenty twenty four, from ten a.m. in the morning to four p.m. And um, parents don't just drop off the kids or the children. <laughs> right? We want you to be a part of it, fully interactive. Correct. Play a part Correct. in this um, uh, this awesome event that's going to take place uh, the first Saturday uh, in April. In 2024, ladies, thank you very much for joining us this morning, and good luck with this with this venture. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you so, you so much. James. You got it. That's Liza Margolis, right. uh, Amber McCannon, and Chantal Oheb with the uh, Kids Play Expo for April 6, 2024. You know, I wanted to take about five minutes <clears throat> to talk about um, Icon uh, who would have made uh, 79 today, right? 79 or uh, yeah, 79. Uh, um, yesterday, I was talking uh, on the table talk, and um, we're, we're talking about Bob Marley, and uh, <clears throat> Doug School was talking about uh, his grandson Skip, who um, who, who said he, he, who's, who Doug School said resemble um, the legend that is uh, Bob Marley, and uh, it's it's ironic that one day later, you know, uh, Bob. Uh, we celebrate Bob's birthday. Uh, he died at a young age. You know, he was uh, 36 years old. I remember that Monday uh, back in uh, uh, 1981. Um, I used to bowl in Monday Night League uh, with the St. Croix Talent Club. My dad had a team in the league. And he said, never call me. We, got, we go over to the office. And this is like bowling from like 7 to 10, 10, 15. So we heading into Christian instead late. And back then, uh, we had a DJ by the name of Chichi Haywood, a great Chichi Haywood. And uh, so we listened to WSTX, and we're hearing people are people calling in, and you know, giving their uh, you know uh, uh, honoring uh, the, the late one, and just giving remarks about how uh, impactful he was and his music. And I, when I think back about Bob Marley, I remember I was 11 years old <clears throat> when I heard Natty Dread. Uh, that in 1975, so you could do the math, right? You know, you know, like you know, I'm getting up there, right? And the the beauty of uh, Bob Marley uh, and his music wasn't just that um, that ska music, that that reggae music um, had such a beautiful flow to it and a rhythm to it, but it was that every single summer we could have count on a Bob Marley album, a good eight to ten album, ten song album. Right, and so comes come the spring. The 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 anticipation was always there, right? So then, uh, in '76, <clears throat> I remember I used to go to the boys' club, and and Rastaman Vibration uh, came out in '76, and and the thing about about Mali album was all the songs them were good, you know. Nowadays, you know, it, you, you you when you somebody drop an album, 
They're putting out 12, 14, 16 tracks. If three songs are good, you got a good album. But back then, you used to listen to the whole album, right? And then uh, the next year was Exodus, right? Which uh, uh, Time Magazine uh, had, had labeled, um, um, I think it had, it had named it um, the album of the century. Let me see. I got I got to look that up, but that's how big time was, and I believe War, War, um, War then Exodus. I don't know Exodus or then rest of my vibration. Yeah, album of the century, uh, Exodus, um, by Time Magazine in 1999, right? And then uh, in '78, right when I went to my first carnival, the album I uh, he actually released the album early that year, right? And that was a Kaya album, right? Kaya album was really a love song album, you know what I mean? And uh, and that that album came out, and then Survival uh, came out uh, in '79, Uprising uh, in '80, and then um, unfortunately, you know, in May of '81, uh, he he was gone, you know, at the age of 36, right? And then we didn't know, you know, we just know that he died at a young age, and then you find out afterward um, that he had um, been suffering uh, from cancer. And all that stuff, and then um, uh, in '83, I think it was right at a late '82 or early '83, uh, the Confrontation album uh, came out, which was a, a nice album in a Buffalo Soldier on it. Um, for me, right, Stiff Naked Fools were really the classic on uh, that album there as well because it, he said, you think you are cool, right? Yeah, you know, he just had this way about him. So I just wanted to take, you know, some five minutes to let you know that uh, influential music icon from the Caribbean um, with global reach and tentacles. Uh, Bob Marley, honoring uh, him today, today he would have made 79 years old, right? And uh, we want to give a shout out to everybody. Uh, who uh, love reggae music, people of Jamaica, icon like that as well. So take a break and come back and we'll talk uh, with the EDA in hour number two. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX-FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. 